Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at. We thank you so much for tuning in to the Men's and Women's Leadership Academy podcast. That is right, people. This is the We Dream podcast coming back at you. Look, I know it's been a long time. We've been out of the game for a minute, but guess what? We are coming back extra strong. In fact, we have tons of new things um, popping up, so uh, stay tuned. Listen to this episode. It's going to be an amazing one. And um, towards the very, very end, when I close out, I might give a, a few hints and a few insights to uh, what we got going on with some new partnerships and whatnot. So uh, we look forward to that. But anyways, uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning in. And uh, we're going to go ahead and cue that intro. DJ, cue it up, and we'll be right back. Yes, we can. Right. Thank you guys again so much for sticking with us. All of our true fans, our true listeners out there, uh, I just want to give you a huge shout out. You know, you mean the world to us, um, and we love you. So thank you for uh, joining us today. Now, check it out. Uh, today, we have an amazing episode uh, with us. We have someone who I know very, 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 very personally. Um, that's because we're related by blood. Uh, but you guys are going to learn about uh, Mr. Wesley Vega today. And some of the amazing things he's done, he's gotten into. Um, but mainly, we just want to touch on scholarships. It is that time of year where students, uh, seniors in high school, are starting to think about you know, their scholarship life and their financial aid and colleges. So we want to um, dive into what Wesley's done before. Um, he's, he's got some amazing things under his belt. And um, hopefully that can help you all uh, in your post-secondary journey. So uh, real quick, um, Wesley, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Amazing. And, I mean, I know you extremely well, uh, but our listeners, you are kind of a stranger to them. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, where are you from? High school? What school are you at right now? What's your major? Just lay it all out there for me. For sure. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's going to be awesome talking with you guys. Uh, as he said, my name is Wesley Vega. Um, I am born and raised here in Sacramento, California. Um, I went to high school at West Campus High School, and right now Shout I out. am an incoming freshman at the University of California, Berkeley, um, and my intended major, what I'm thinking about right now, still open-minded, but um, would be business. Ooh, business. What do you, I mean, I know you, you still got plenty of time, and I don't know the statistic, but I know students switch their majors, but do you have anything in mind as far as business, or you just kind of um playing it cool for right now and just exploring some of those interests yeah so right now um i'm kind of seeing these kind of first two years as kind of testing the waters um joining new clubs but some things i've been thinking about um definitely would be like uh something along the lines with social work um accounting uh consulting things like that um so yeah so everything's still kind of on the playing field but uh those, those are kind of my goals right now nice i love it and as i said you got plenty of time um, for seniors out there, or college freshmen, you got plenty of time. Um, I switched my major. Um, and just, just take as many classes as you can um, that might interest you as far as your passion, and you will get there. So uh, um, just have fun in that process. But, um, I mean, hey, uh, it's been online learning. You know, this is new to everybody. I don't think this has ever um, happened, you know, like this before with Zooms and distance learning. Um, how have you been taking it so far? Has it been pretty easy or has it been you know had a rough patch here and there or just how are you doing with it for sure yeah it's uh I feel like for the class of 2020 it was probably 
one of the biggest changes for us, um, not having graduation, all those things. Um, and you might think of it as being like a con, but I feel like the biggest part of it, the most important part, is having to see the pros in it. Um, so just like being able to be home, still having some time to transition, um, still being able to be in my hometown with my family, all that stuff's been so nice. I mean, saving money, um, being at home. Um, so it's definitely been different. I haven't had that real college experience yet, being in dorms, um, interacting with other college students, obviously on a huge campus like that. Um, but but yeah, I, I try to see just the best, the best in things and just try to take advantage of the things that I'm able to do at home that I wouldn't be able to be doing if I were on campus. Hey, that that outlook will get you far. I'll just tell you that right now. That's I love how you're thinking um, along those lines, and and yeah, I you know there are there are some positives to take away from it. I think there's going to be a, a lot of change that happens um, after we hopefully, God willing, <laughs> exit this stuff. Um, so yeah, I think there are some positives to take away. So I love your outlook. Um, I'm, hey, it's uh, October 29th. That means it's almost Halloween. Um, I don't know what it's looking like for everybody else. You know, I'm staying indoors, and uh, I don't even know if trick-or-treater, I don't know if that's happening, you know. But uh, do you have anything planned, or you got a favorite, what's your, like, your favorite candy bar? I don't know. Yeah, so uh, kind of same here. I was thinking the same thing. Um, last year was kind of the last hurrah for trick-or-treating with my friends. Um, so <laughs> obviously the plan would be on college, I don't know, maybe going to parties and things, but with everything changing, um, I'll just be at home. Um, and if trick-or-treaters do come by, of course, I'll pass out candy, the ha Halloween spirit and things. Um, favorite candy bar? That's kind of hard. Um, I mean, I'm not supposed to be eating candy right now with, with braces and everything, so don't mm. tell my dentist. But uh, hey, very smart. We're not this. <laughs> good job, not snitching. But um, but I'll definitely have to say maybe a Heath bar. I really like those. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I, sure. I dig it. I dig it. Um, I never thought about. it. I guess everyone's gonna have a. Well, most people have a mask on anyways when they're trick or treating with their costumes. So I never thought of that. Um. So anyways, um, I know you know before we get into it and get into the mix of what I really wanted to talk about today. Um, do you have any tips uh, for high schoolers right now? Um, you know, the class of 2021 seniors. Um, do you have any tips for them? Uh, you know, I know you've had, you know, your time in college as a freshman, online distance learning. Do you have any tips for them, you know, relating to online school and, and being on the computer for so much of their day? For sure, yeah. I know that um, uh, in college classes and everything, Zoom fatigue is definitely a real thing, um, just staring at the screen for so long. Um, and I know it's kind of cliche to say just take breaks and things, and sometimes you just don't have time for that. Um, but definitely just separating your work and school space to be able to, to go outside or go um, to even just a separate part of your room and just um, just chill or something and take time for yourself. Um, but sitting in front of the screen can be really daunting uh, for that long. Um, one thing I would probably say um, definitely would be to stay organized. Um, I know kind of having to be self-reliant, um, not being in the classroom with other students and teachers kind of staying on top of you, you're definitely going to have to either keep a planner with all your classes going because once you get behind, then it kind of stacks up and you don't have anybody there to kind of um, have your back. So definitely stay organized. Um, keep your eye on the goal. And kind of like kind of like what I said earlier, um, think about the things that you wouldn't normally be doing when you're in the classroom and how you can take advantage and utilize your time at home right now to kind of um, maximize that time. Hey, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I mean... Um, separating your your work life and your school life and your personal life that's that can get difficult but it's a necessity so um, yeah I love those tips now let's get into like the thick of things um, 
Berkeley, all right, amazing school. Um, how did you get in? I mean, besides, you know, applying and, you know, what was your research like? Did you visit the campus? Uh, you know, what was the main drawing point for Berkeley? You know, what was what was that looking like for you? Yeah, so that's an awesome question. Um, so one thing I would say about college is that um, there isn't one thing that will get you into any school. Um, it, they definitely take a holistic review and approach um, to analyzing each student. Um, so never get discouraged when you go on those websites. I know I used to go on and kind of enter in my stats um, and see what schools I might get into. Right. And those will never tell you just by themselves um, your potential because, I mean, there's still humans reading your application. They still um, are analyzing everything, just your authenticity, um, your extracurriculars, all those things. So don't get discouraged about that. Um, but the way that I chose Berkeley, um, definitely, as I talked about business, um, they have a top-ranking business school, and that's something I've been interested in. Of course, I still have to apply into that, um, but that kind of drew me into there, um, as well as just the campus in general. I mean, um, I took a little college trip, um, I know with my brother, too, uh, last mm -hmm. summer, and that was an awesome experience, just, just being able, even for just a few minutes, being able to step on campus, because trust me, you'll know when you're on the campus whether or not it's the right feel for you. And honestly, some, if you're going to be there for the next four years, maybe um, you're going to want a place where you're going to feel comfortable, have a nice location. Um, so really putting time, thought, research and energy into even deciding where you want to apply in the first place is really important. Um, and I know that I went on a college trip with West Campus, um, I think maybe my freshman year to Berkeley. Um, and immediately I just saw um the vibes that the students had and um, and just the size and the location of the campus and I just really loved it. Um, so that's kind of why I applied there. Um, and yeah, that's why I chose it. Now, yeah, I, I just want to reiterate, choosing your school um, is a, it's a tough process. It could be a long process. Um, but visiting the campus, like you mentioned, visiting is so important. Um, feeling like that's your home. And like Wesley said, it's it's just going to hit. It's just you're going to be like, you know, this is home. This is where I want to be. Um, and, you know, you're going to have ups and downs during college. And I think just being comfortable in that environment, it's going to allow those downs to be a little less tough. So, yeah, I would totally agree with you there. Um, as far as that step you took to visit the school, it's super important. And I would highly encourage, you know, if there are students out there, um, there's some students that are set on one college and they're good. And that's totally awesome. That's totally fine. But if you're contemplating, you know, four or five different schools, um, if you can, if you have the time and resources, um, I would highly encourage visiting different campuses, visiting different schools, um, going on, a, you know, a simple tour. I remember on the tour that he was mentioning, you know, we made a little trip out of it. Um, there were some times where we didn't have like a tour guide. We just kind of drove throughout the campus and see, you know, what it had to offer and what it looked like. So, yeah, I would, I would totally recommend visiting the campus. Um, now, I know you haven't been able to experience, you know, uh, the, the campus itself for all of its glory and everything it offers, um, which I just want to let you know, like, bruh, college is, is a lot of fun. It is so much fun when, when there's all the students and all the life and the clubs and the buzz that's happening. Uh, you're going to have a blast. Uh, so you're going to, yeah, you're going to have a lot of fun. But um, what do you look for, you know, um, when we eventually hopefully go back? What do you look forward to, you know? Is it club life? Is it, uh, you know, just meeting new people? You know, what do you think? Yeah, for sure. That's one of the biggest things that that's been on my mind, especially um, uh, like applying for spring housing right now. I'm thinking about going onto campus and things and just something that every student I know just um, for going to any college is thinking about. 
Uh, and that experience of not being on campus is something that we, like we were saying, has never really been um, an issue in this pandemic here. Um, and you just think about how much of college life is being there with the other students. So I would say the thing I'm looking forward to most is definitely the connections and relationships. I mean, there's like um, there's like 40,000 students uh, on campus and um, being at home, you don't really get that feel. Um, being just in a Zoom room, you don't really get that feel of all those people around you supporting you. And I've made, I've made just like um, through social media and online so many um, really, really like valuable friendships with, with people already. And it's just going to be so awesome to actually like um, see that follow through in person. Um, so, yeah, so I'm definitely excited to be able to um, interact with people, um, just talk with people, just uh, see. Like, I mean, people come from all around the world to go to Berkeley. So just like getting that diverse um, reality when you're there is just going to be so exciting. And then, uh, also just like getting that classroom feel again of just having the professor right there in front of you and being able to go after class and ask them questions and go to the counselor's office when you need it and seeing the, um, the huge club rush, uh, at the beginning of each semester. So just those type of things I'm honestly super, super excited for. Yeah. You're going to have a lot to look forward to. Um, and I'm going to keep this, this question really short. Cause, uh, you know, you haven't gotten that full experience yet but just so far um off the top of your head just what comes to you what is your favorite thing you know about college um and what's your like least favorite thing just like real quick yeah that's a hard one uh I would have to say that my favorite thing would probably be, be the people I mean the people I've mm -hmm. met I never would have thought that there'd be so such outgoing friendly people um i mean we all have like a similar mindset and, and goals um and i know like for each class i have like a group chat and everyone's just so supportive and helpful getting getting through things i mean people use all different types of social medias are so accommodating um so i would definitely say the people has been my favorite part just like making new friends is always so much fun and um and you just get to learn so much about people and experiences so yeah so definitely um i would say the people aspect of it is my favorite um, and then obviously I would say my least favorite is not being able to be on campus right now and participating, um, because I know that like when I talk to upperclassmen, um, like for example, they talk about freshman orientation, like how that was like the highlight of their college career. And then like having that being virtual and online, um, that's one thing I kind of bummed about, but overall, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm loving it. I, I like the feel of it so far. That's awesome. And, and you have, um, you have just scratched the surface of it all. So um, you have uh, plenty of memories and, you know, even the relationships you've made on Zoom, um, you have plenty more to make. So, um, so yeah, so I, I, I'm happy for you. You're going to be able to really see the difference between online college and, and in person. But, um, but, yeah, anyways, thank you for sharing those initial things, just getting to know you a little bit better. Um, a huge part of, um, you know, a high school student's search for a college um, is figuring out how they're going to pay for it. Um, college is extremely expensive. Of course, it can be um, inexpensive, and uh, through different grants and scholarships and, and other financial aid, it can be affordable. Um, you just have to make sure you are diligent, you work hard, uh, and you're just paying attention to all the little details, and um, you can make it so that uh, college is affordable, even Berkeley. So we're going to talk to Wes uh, because... Uh, we are not bougie over here. We do not have a whole lot of money. Our family is not uh, rich. So <laughs> that means he had to figure out some creative ways on how to uh, make it work. So uh, we're going to go to commercial break really quick. 
And uh, when we get back, we'll talk about um, some scholarship opportunities. And especially uh, even our own district is offering scholarships, which Wesley uh, was a winner of. And we'll talk about some of that. So uh, stay with us. We'll go to break really quick and we'll be right back. And we are back. Thank you so much for sticking with us so far. Um, We're going to talk about scholarships, financial aid, all of that good stuff, how to get that money, the dollar dollar bill, y'all. So check it out. Um, financial aid. Now, really quick, just to get a scope of what you were looking at in your situation. Um, what is like the typical, and I know tuitions can be different for in-state, out-of-state, yada, yada, yada. What is like in-state, let's just say, let's keep it at that for now. What is like the tuition average cost of attendance for Berkeley? Yeah, yeah. So I was uh, definitely considering only uh, California and state schools be largely because of tuition. Um, and pretty much along the UCs, it's pretty similar um, to be somewhere around, um, I know it sounds like a lot, but like 36 um, to 38K per year. So yeah, that's usually. Okay. And what ways did you specifically um, receive financial aid? Because of course there's grants, scholarships, um, other stuff I'm completely missing. Uh, what ways did you utilize uh, financial aids um, for your situation? Yeah, so so first let me just say that I back up that statement of the importance of scholarships one million percent. Um, I know that the absolute biggest, um, one of the biggest uh, decisions for which college I was going to attend was financials. Um, I didn't know until um, after I, not after I got admitted into college, but after I actually got like my financial aid um, letters and information, which college I would be going to. So that was definitely the biggest factor for me. And I know that in reality, that is a huge, huge factor for a lot of people. Um, so there are a lot of ways to get aid. Um, I know it kind of varies from school to school. Um, but definitely like, like we were talking about, um, FAFSA is super important. It's a, it's a one-time app or a one, uh, just like sitting down just, uh, in one sitting, like an application that you could just knock out. So definitely, um, we need to get on that. Um, but also scholarships, uh, basically, I mean, that's just free money. And, uh, and those are things that definitely need to be taken advantage of. And there's so many scholarships that, that go unclaimed that right. students don't even think about. Um, so yeah, so definitely, um, that's something that needs to be looked into. And, and honestly, at, at any time you can, you can look into those. It's not just like, like once you graduate, um, then you have to start scurrying to find those. But now, I mean, if you're in high school, um, if you're in college right now, um, there's so many opportunities for scholarships. Um, and I can say one of the biggest things, um, that I kind of think like big picture is that you don't really get another time in your life where people are offering you free money. Like obviously you have mm -hmm. to do work to get that and fill out applications and go through that hard work. But when you're older and you have a job, there aren't people that are saying, Oh, here, here's an opportunity just to give out free money. So <laughs> I can vouch for that <laughs> for sure. And, and my bank account can too, <laughs> for sure. And when you're, when you're a struggling college student, you'll understand, uh, why it's so important to be able to get that money. And I mean, mm -hmm. even if you get extra money, that's just going to put you in the right place for the future. So definitely um, take advantage of that opportunity right now in, in these prime years, if you're a high school or college student, to take advantage of all that free money that's available. Yeah, and let's talk about uh, SCUSD scholarships in particular, because I know you were awarded one. 
Um, and we're going to be recording, you know, later in the week or, or in the next couple weeks. Um, look forward to hearing from uh, Vincent, one of our amazing district employees. Um, he has some more information, and we already did an episode with him last year, but we'll get some updated info uh, from Vincent this year um, about, you know, how much um, our scholarships from the SUSD go unused and just completely untouched. So um, we'll hear more about that, but um, how did you hear, Wes, about the scholarships from the district that they offered? Yeah, yeah, so um, I heard it through a few ways. I know, like, I got emails. Um, the counselors would remind us, whether it's through Google Classroom or just in person. Um, and then I know, like, my parents would get emails about that, too, and then they would forward, forward those to me. So that's how I heard um, and got notified about them. Okay, and I, I heard something in there about emails. You know, um, a lot of, and I'm just as guilty, uh, when I was a high school student, I wasn't checking my email, right? I mean, I was checking uh, Instagram, and I was checking uh, YouTube, and that's about it. Um, just check your emails, guys, for those who are students out there. Um, I know that, you know, you got to build that up as a habit, and you'll eventually get it down. Um, but there is important information that will be provided to you and will come to you. Um, so just, yeah, keep updated on your emails, um, and you will have stuff that, you know, pops in opportunities here and there. So um, I like that you mentioned that. Um which ones, so there's multiple SUSD scholarships. Uh, which ones did you happen to apply to? Yeah, um, so uh, the way I looked at it is I went onto the website, um, and I pretty much went through every one of them. Um, and I looked at the criteria, um, the amount of the award, um, everything, like the description, the background behind it. Um, and then I decided to apply to two of them that I thought fit me the best. Um, and were a good use of my time. Um, those two were the Grant and Carol Bennett Memorial Scholarship, um, and then the other one was called the Luella M. Goff Memorial Scholarship. Okay, you know, sorry, I was just thinking about what I said earlier. I was checking Instagram, YouTube, and I forgot one. And I don't know if I don't know how young I'm. I'm gonna ask you. Do you remember what Vine was? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, all right. I just want to see. All right, I'm not like that old, right? All right, so yeah, I was checking Vine too. Sorry, I didn't mean to take away from that. No, no. You're um, good. Okay, so you applied to some of those um, and checked the different criteria. Um, now the style that you got. Well, which one did you get awarded? Were you awarded a couple? Uh, was it just one? Which ones were you? Uh, awarded with yeah yeah so out of those two um that for SUSD specifically that I applied for um mm -hmm. I was awarded the Grant and Carol Bennett Memorial Scholarship okay awesome um and what is the uh style of that one as far as you know is it a four-year is it a one-year because there's different variations of scholarships right some are just a one-time fee uh payment sorry sometimes are they're like a four-year type of thing a commitment so what was the one that you won uh, how was that laid out yeah, and definitely on top of that, um, definitely look into the type of award it is. Um, make sure like you're not having to pay it back. Make sure you're not having right. to give them like personal information or pay. Make sure you don't have to pay on your application to get free mm. money. Like definitely look out for those things. Um, but mm. for this one, it is it was a one year scholarship um, for two thousand five hundred. Um, so definitely a great amount of money. And even if you don't think that it's a lot of money, even if it's $500 um, and it doesn't look a lot like a lot right now, when you see the tuition bill, you're oh, yeah. definitely going to be grateful for mm -hmm. all. And they definitely add up too. if you if you take the time um, and apply to multiple of them, they're going to add up and they're going to um, help you out. <laughs> and that, that sounds like a bait switch, right? Or do some of them actually have you pay a bunch of money to apply to? 
Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, Dang. I've I've done so much research on on scholarships, and I mean, some of the websites yeah, you have careful. to pay money to give them like your preferences um, for like what what type of scholarships oh, they match see. you okay. with and things. So I mean, okay. it's like a service, um, okay, but definitely okay. there. But I mean, I mean, and sometimes those could be useful, but but when there are so many free options out there, and you're already like like looking for if you're looking for money right now then obviously you're probably um on a tight budget um or maybe you're just ahead of the game um but look there are so many options to where you won't have to pay um for sure yeah but yeah i I have a note that popped in my head be cautious you know when you're dealing with finances and giving your personal information out um and i don't know i don't i doubt you ran into any fraud or anything but just be cautious as you deal with even fafsa you know a tip i always tell students is um always make sure the fafsa website you know, it says .gov at the end, so you know it's legit. Um, so, yeah, just just a note, uh, word to wise, just be cautious with that stuff. You know, it's your money. Um, it's free money. It should be free money, not taking money from you. So, anyways, um, now what format were some of the uh, SUSD scholarships? Were those like an essay, a teacher rec? Um, was this, you know, personal, super personal information, kind of general um, what would students be looking at if they were going to fill one out uh, today? Yeah, so um, so I actually talked to the guy who awarded me the scholarship, um, and he was kind of giving me some insight that um, that things have changed, obviously, due to due to the pandemic, like everything being online now, not so much like paper application. So I know things have just kind of been in the works, uh, changing, definitely um, improving, more efficient, things like that. Um, and for me, um, it was all really easy. Um, everything being on one website, just clicking through the different scholarships, being able to read about them. Um, specifically for the ones I applied for, um, there was more of like a general application, um, that you had to fill out for first with like a few, um, short answer questions. Um, and, and then after that, um, it was kind of tailored for each scholarship because I know some, um, some of the uh, people who are awarding them are looking for different things in a student. Um, so, for example, for me, I had to write, I think, like a 750-word essay um, uh, just about my goals and my achievements and things like that. Um, and then, of course, like the basic background question just about um, about you and yourself, um, your achievements. And then, uh, and then on top of that, sometimes, not always, but for the ones that I did apply to, um, you'll need letters of recommendations. I I needed two in particular, um, one from a teacher from school and then one outside from um, somebody I know in my community. Um, and then very lastly, you're going to need, uh, of course, your transcript so that they could see how you're doing academically. Okay, so super key is start making those, uh, you know, relations with teachers. You said it was someone from the community, right? Mm -hmm, so yep. start making those connections, start thinking about those things. Um and I'm not even just talking to seniors. I'm talking to, like, high school students in general. Um, start thinking about who who's going to vouch for you, you know, when, when people start to vet you um, and they want to find out, is this guy legit? Does he deserve or gal, you know, are they legit? Do they deserve this um, award? You know, think about those meaningful connections. Um, okay, so, so it doesn't sound like rocket science, essentially. You just got to put in that work um, and, and be truthful and meaningful. I had an episode where I talked to... Um, someone from the UC Davis admissions office, and she was talking about the, uh, I think it's called the blue and gold application for their scholarship. And um, she said, you know, um, she's been on the panel before where they review students, um, you know, submissions. And she said the most important thing is to be truthful and be meaningful. So as you write your personal statements and your essays and, you know, these things, just, you know, I would take that to heart. Just just be honest, be truthful, um, 
you know, and good things will come. So for sure. And, and also please be respectful to your teachers because those are the people who, um, what you put into that classroom and that classroom experience and the respect that you give them is going to be the respect that they give back to you. So when you need them to fill out those, um, those applications and letters rec, um, you're going to want to make sure that, that you were respectful to them, give them enough time for sure. You don't want to be put in an awkward situation. Um, give them plenty of time to do that and just have in mind some teachers that you feel comfortable with, comfortable talking about and who can vouch for you the most. Um, that'll be really important. Yeah, and there's a saying for that. It's called "You reap what you sow." Right? Exactly. And so just just put in that work. Um, okay. Well, we're gonna. I mean, thank you so much for all that info. We're gonna kind of wrap it up, close it out here. Um, the first kind of closer question I want to ask you is: uh, Is there anything that you want to say? You know, I don't know who listens to our podcast. All I know is they're amazing people and they're dreamers. All right, I can vouch for that. But um, if there's you know anyone out there who's been a donor um, or who's been someone who's being able to support a student in a certain way. Is there anything you want to say, you know, to those donors or people, even specifically who award you your scholarship? Oh, for sure. Those, I, I know that, um, especially for like some of the UC Berkeley scholarships, um, they had us uh, fill out a post acceptance survey um, that had like a whole list of questions of thanking the donors and things like that. And I am so very, very appreciative. Um, I n- make sure I know for a couple of them I had to do interviews. Um, I made sure right after I finished that interview to, to send them, shoot them an email and just say thank you for your time, um, for even taking the time to interview me about the scholarship. Um, and then just making sure to thank them so much because they're taking their hard-earned um, work and money and putting it back into the community and back into students. Um, and hopefully, and, and I see the benefits from that, like firsthand, all the students around me who are struggling financially getting, getting this aid. And one day I hope that I'll be able to be financially stable enough to, uh, provide back to my community. So make sure you're really, really thinking about, um, about thanking those people and thinking about what they're sacrificing to give you this aid and free money. Hey, and, um, and I know all of our listeners out there. Our high school listeners, they are winners, you know, because they're already listening to uh, the best podcast out there. Sure. But um, what's something that you would recommend? Because we want to get our, our listeners ahead of the curb, you know what I'm saying? We want to give them this, uh, this behind-the-scenes uh, tips and tricks. So what's something you would recommend to students filling out a scholarship? For sure, yeah. Um, I would say the first thing is when you're searching, um, definitely – uh, it's going to take a while, but do not give up uh, for sure. Um, I know when you are looking, uh, the more specific you find the scholarship that tailors towards you, the higher chance, obviously, you'll be able to get this scholarship. So I look for things that I was really passionate about, uh, maybe fields of study I was interested in. And I know people say this all the time, but there's really a scholarship for everything. I mean, even mm-hmm. like like so many different companies give them out. Um, I mean, there's so many formats of them. You can, uh, you can draw a picture. Um, you can make a video. I've seen so many different scholarships with different formats. Um, there's so much more than just writing papers and essays and things. Um, obviously, um, if you aren't super artistic like me, I, I preferred that essay option. So that's obviously good as well. Um, another thing is keep account of everything that you do. Um, never fill out a scholarship application directly in the website itself. Always have a separate, separate document or file um, that you can fill out scholarships because um, first of all, 
um, you'll ensure that everything's saved properly. But the other thing is that it's going to save you so much time if you are um, being wise and applying to multiple scholarships. Um, because a lot of scholarships ask for similar questions. I mean, they ask for your achievements and they ask for your goals. Um, obviously, some will be maybe tailored to their company uh, or organization or whoever's giving it out. Mm -hmm. um, but if you save that information, it's going to be so much mm. easier because I noticed so Art. many times where I would just um, almost copy and paste information and it's still all your authentic words, um, right, but it's right. just working efficiently um, and taking the hard work that you did for previous applications and just putting it into new ones. So definitely save all your work, stay organized, um, keep a list of the ones that you've applied to, ones that you want to apply to, um, tabs open. I know I used to have like probably a million tabs open on my computer of just um, mm -hmm. ones that I wanted to apply to. So just um, stay on track of it and also do it early because you don't want to be stressing when you're in college about finding scholarships um, when it's a last resort and you have to work late hours um, and do all this when you could be getting that money for free and applying early. So think about it right now because I know that there are scholarships available to almost every type of student right now. Um, and if you think about it early, it's going to save you so much stress and it will get, and it will just open up your options too. So definitely that's an important thing. Yeah, I believe you, uh, cause I've seen your laptop and I've seen how many tabs you keep open, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it looks like it's begging for dear life, man. That laptop smoking. <laughs> nah, but you're putting it through its paces, man. Um, what about, um, just one more last, you know, tip, any tips for, you know, choosing, cause we talked about, you know, that campus is going to be that right fit for you. Um, but just for choosing colleges for those who are looking at a variety of schools. Yeah, I would say the one big thing that people overlook um, is really putting time into choosing um, what college you want to go to. It's it's not all about the application, um, but really colleges want you in a lot of cases. So so you thinking about where you want to be is going to be super important. And uh, a lot of the times you may not have the opportunity to visit um, the school in person. I know during COVID, obviously, like all the admission right. offices and things are closed down. Um, so what I utilize, utilized, I know, is like they have a lot of virtual tours, um, like even just on the campus website, they'll have a full tour of the campus you can look at. Um, just using Google Maps, honestly, I would type in the campus and just see like like what's around there. Is it like secluded? I, I didn't really like that idea of kind of being isolated um, during my college years. I definitely wanted to go somewhere, whether it was in the Bay or SoCal or things like that. So just think about where you want to be. Maybe you want to get super far away. I know that that was always kind of my goal, thinking about getting far away, um, even if that's the East Coast, another country, think about that. Um, but then now um, I'm so grateful I chose where I am because I feel like it's a perfect distance, you know, um, from home to be able to just uh, drive away. But then also that there is still that distance where I'm just not always like at home, like doing laundry and things like that. Um, but when you are looking for a college, um, definitely looking at look at it holistically. Um, think about what's most important to you. Like I said, financials. Um, uh, if that's important to you, look at um, how much aid they might give out. Um, one thing that I didn't um, really think about or know of is um, I didn't apply to any private schools or use the Common App, and I, I don't necessarily regret that, but definitely uh, keep your options as open as possible because they do, if you are low income, give out a lot of aid, private schools. And I didn't really think about that. I just thought, well, private schools means a lot of money. So so that that never never just close off your options. There's always a way. If there's a will, there's a way to get um, the money. And it, and if it's meant to be, you, you'll end up being there. Um, another thing I would have to say is is I know a lot of students, um, I you might have one in mind when we're talking about this right now, have a dream school, and that's out, that's great to have one, um, but do not make that your end-all be-all because um, because if you aren't accepted into that school, then you, you're going to feel very discouraged about that. Mm -hmm. um, so if you just keep your options open, that's great to have that as a goal. But if you keep your options open, you're going to feel so much better 
um, when you do get those acceptances. Um, and another thing I can definitely say about that is I know a lot of people who, who regretted, regretted not applying to places. So even if you see that, that application, um, fee, um, do, do not dis make that discourage you because, uh, because this is a once in a lifetime thing that you're going to be doing applying to college and it's going to be worth it. Um, and the worst that they can say is no. And when you have the more colleges you apply to, the more backup, backup options you're going to have. And, and like I said, it's totally unpredictable about where you're going to get into. So never, never just tell yourself, oh, I'm, I'm automatically getting into here and I, I'm not going to get into there because I have so many stories of students getting into schools that they never dreamed that they could get into and then also not getting to schools that they thought they were a shoe into. So never, never limit your options. Um, and yeah, that, that would and also one just kind of shout out. Um, I know there's a website called Niche. Uh, I use that a lot. I mean, they kind of just grade the campuses on a lot of stuff. It's not the most accurate and don't just take that um, by itself. Um, but that, that's one way of, uh, if you want to use like a comparison website or something, um, but definitely put a lot, a lot of thought into it because you don't want to regret where you didn't apply to when you see other people applying there. Woo, thank you for that. I love it. That was a lot. Um... And I'm sure we can go on for days on tips and tricks and advice and and stuff that we've made mistakes on that we don't want you to. Um, but that's the beautiful journey, and you will make mistakes, and you will fall, and you will stumble, but you will always get back up. I know you will. Um, let me ask you just to close it out. You know, my favorite question, you know, one of the reasons why I'm a part of this podcast is I love to dream. I love to dream for my future and, and the future of, you know, the world and, and of others, and um, I just want to gather, you know, and put it into a bank, everyone's dream. And for you, um, what is your dream? What's your goal for the future of your college career? You know, if you're going to shoot for the stars, what does that look like for you? Yeah, so right now, um, I'm kind of in the application process, too, if anybody else is um, thinking about applying to business school. That's that's been one of my biggest goals for a long time. Um, I know it's super competitive there and that I've just been trying to stay driven um, on top of things. So getting getting there is my first step. Um, but after that, um, I've always wanted to kind of in that business mindset, um, create or start my own business. Um, and something that really gives back to the community. I know um, I work really closely with the homeless community. I know we both have like loaves and fishes. We use that um, to help out with our senior projects. Um, and that's always been some some an issue that's really been close to my heart, um, helping out those people in need, those people without houses and access to those resources. So always creating some sort of business that has some aspect of giving back to the community um is just a dream of mine to be able to be um financially stable enough to provide students with scholarships to um to hold platforms like this to speak to students giving them advice of what you've gone through and been through um so yeah so that, that that's generally all i want just be happy i mean i know mm -hmm. that's pretty cliche but but um but i mean if you're happy with what you're doing then you're not really working so no that's extremely respectable um i i love that thank you for sharing with us um, yeah, you, thank you for giving us your insight, um, sharing your story and, and what you've experienced through this amazing, interesting, difficult process and journey, if you will. Um, and great job, you know, great job so far. You've got big things ahead of you and, um, good stuff, brother. And when I say that, I mean like brother, you know, cause we related like that. Um, so, so yeah, great stuff. Um, to our listeners out there, you know, thank you so much for tuning in. We we're just getting back into the mix of things, as you know. Um, trust me when I say we have some amazing, huge things coming up. Um, we are working on them right now, and we're gonna come back 
you know, just better than ever, stronger than ever, and you will not be disappointed. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, thanks to all of our faithful listeners who have stuck with us so far. Uh, again, we love you and we appreciate your support. Uh, we've got listens from, I think it's nine different countries, and, and we've got tons of subscribers who are just um, with us ride or die. So we just want to thank you. Um, and for you new listeners, hey, check it out. You want to uh, stay tuned with us, make sure you're checking out our Instagram page. Um, actually, all of our uh, social media platforms have the same handle, at MWLA Sacramento, you heard. And then we've got um, our new partnership, which, you know, I'm going to leave this a little more ambiguous because uh, we're going to be uh, coming up with some great things with them. But uh, the Be Heard platform, uh, an amazing collection of voices that are going to voice um, some positive change through the community. So be at Be Heard platform. Check it out on Instagram. We just do a video up there. We collabed um as a team and we created a dope video um what about uh your socials you want to shout them out before we uh, go what do you got yeah for sure and one last thing i could say is um yeah. is the best way to get information is from people who have been through your similar circumstances so i've noticed even from my brother who's gone to the same uh, school as me any upperclassmen that you can get in, in contact with mm-hmm. they're the people who have the honest real opinion um, about what a school is like, about what a class is like. So please, please, please go to them. Um, it's a, my pleasure to be able to, to share my advice and being able to have gone through the application process and everything. Um, so if you ever need to um, get a hold of me, um, definitely hit me up on Instagram um, at West Vega, W E S V E I G A. Um, for sure, hit me up there because I'm more than welcome to talk to anybody about just life in general, the application process, what I've been through, my college, high school experience, anything. So, yeah. Hey, thank you for that. Um, quick reminder, don't forget to go out and make sure you vote. Um, November 3rd, I'm saving that. Uh, my ballot, I'm going to go in person and fill that out. Um, so make sure you vote. Get out, please. Um, I don't know what the statistics are, but I know that not enough people voted last time. And uh, let's just make sure we uh, we are all getting out to vote. Um, if you're 18, you can even register day of. So don't even trip. Um, do your research. Do your research. Uh, dream on, people. Um, we love you, dreamers. Um, thank you for sticking with us. We've got tons of stuff. Uh, I'm beating a dead horse at this point, but um, just stay tuned. That's all I got to say, y'all. Hey, appreciate y'all. Thank you again, Wesley. And we will see you very soon. Peace. Peace.